recording? It's it's recording. Oh, but we haven't really started. No, yeah, but I clicked it because I wanted to make sure one that it was you see levels. Right, right, right. And two. And I'm not touching. I'm not. Oh wait, I'm hold on, hold on, hold on. Turn up, turn up this game right here on the, because then we could probably back up a little bit. Let's see, three point eight. Here, track. Yep. Okay. That's it. Okay. So now it says six. It says six. Uh, let's see. I mean, cause hang on, let's see. You can't really hear me. Nah, I still gotta get the same distance anyway, so it's fine. Okay. But so we're gonna do our little pre-conversation recorded thing. Was, was that, that not not it? it? Nah, cause if we. Now we don't want to spoil the yeah, real conversation yeah, 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 yeah. first. Okay. So okay. let's yeah, we'll we'll pick we'll some. Shoot, can well, we like shoot the shit or something? <laughs> shoot the shit. You never heard that saying before? What is that? Shoot the shit. You just you just be talking. Yeah, you just talk about anything. Oh, you just, what? <laughs> it's not a literal saying by any. It's not even really a metaphor. It's not. It's just, <laughs> a, it's just a weird linguistic. English idioms don't make sense. Don't really? look into them. Shoot the shit. This might be our intro. <laughs> We're like, do you want to shoot the shit? What no, does yeah. shooting the shit mean? I shot the shit last week. I don't think it works like that. It's, I don't think it doesn't. It doesn't it, at all. It's not past tense, past participle. It's literally. <laughs> it's it's not past. Participle. You're currently shooting the shit, or like, even if you did it in past tense. Hey, we were shoot. We we were shooting the shit. Yeah. I shoot the shit last time. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope, nope, nope. Past. Oh god. You can go. Like he said, the furthest you can go is we were shooting the shit. Yeah. When you say shoot, that's like DM shooting, not shoot. shooting the shit. Anytime you just say shoot, like by itself. But shooting, that's probably shooting the shit. Yeah. It's probably how it works. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a <laughs> lot. I don't really, I don't know where it came from. I don't have an explanation, but. Especially because we work in AAV in there, too. So we work oh in like yeah. DM shooting and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's like its own little thing, but it's it's like commonly said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is. I don't know where I picked it up from. I don't know. I don't even think it's that new. I think it's actually something that's been said for quite a while. Right. Yeah. I've never yeah. heard of it. Really? No. Yeah. I've never heard it. But never you know what, though? York. I was just about to say, like, <laughs> you're, in you're also in New York, so, like, y'all have a bunch of sayings that I've never heard of in my that's life. That's also very, yeah. <laughs> very true. Okay. true. Give and take. I got This is the unrated. No, what? Damn, I forgot. I was about to say your Twitter name. The, <laughs> the <bio>. unrated. <laughs> Maybe it is unrated. This, I mean, yeah, we've been cussing a lot. Maybe already. that's what it is. Oh god. Okay, wow. I'm sorry, folks. This is clearly our first episode back. Uh, this is the Bias Podcast with uh, what Eric, Ebony, and Jordan yes. joining the show. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you. Very, Thank very you. happy to have you here. Happy to be here. So, what's on the board for today, Ebony? Um, so on the board, um, we got we're gonna talk about some Kanye West exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. <laughs> oh boy! We're gonna we're gonna obviously talk about Pusha T um, and the Drake situation that y'all came in talking about already. Um, we're gonna dabble in a little bit with Ron Fest and Kim Kardashian or with Kim Kardashian and Trump. I don't know. There's so much she's been doing. Yeah. She's she all over the place. And also, I mean, it, it kind of there's there's a central theme here. Like there's a central theme of conflict, public conflict. That might not be uh, as as authentic as it seems. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think also at the center of this conflict, I think at each point it's it, Kanye. It's 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 absolutely Kanye. <laughs> and at each point of the conflict, there's something to sell. There's every something to sell. One, every single one. There's some sort of product, some sort of something that these people, these individuals, at the end of the day, they want us to buy or consume or be a part of. So I think it's going to be interesting to kind of break that down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess we could just start off <coughs> with the Kanye West thing. What initially kind of spawned us having this conversation was, I mean, anyone who's been a fan of Kanye West <coughs> for the last couple, actually ever, uh, has yeah. seen that anytime Kanye has an album coming out or anything he needs to sell us, it's always something super wild attached to it. Yeah. But I guess the question that I have for right now until someone else offers a different one is like, well, one, is this 
marketing gone too far, or is this Kanye being his authentic self? <laughs> you 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 take the floor. You, yeah. I personally think that this is his authentic self, but he does not know how to speak for himself well. Ooh. That's what I think. Okay, that's interesting. Defend that. So every he's he, as someone that is always being misunderstood. I think he is completely misunderstood. And this is things that I hear from, like, just walking in the street and hearing people just talking in conversations among themselves. They're like, yo, there's something wrong with him, but I really think he just can't, like, he just can't articulate what he wants to really say. Um, and it was also said in, um, I think it was this the Coates article. I don't know. I read too many fucking articles on this. But, <laughs> but the, someone said how, um, it was T.I., I believe, that said that he didn't even know that there was a travel ban that Trump even did. Mm-hmm. So there's so he he really is like he says that he's like a free thinker. I think he's like in his own world. Right. Um. So whatever he sees, that's like that's it. It's all tunnel vision. So that's literally like what he's what he's saying. I really I legit think he absolutely believes it, but he just can't articulate it. Yeah, I I, I would agree in in the sense he he absolutely believes what he's saying. And I think if you listen to any person that has a relationship with Kanye, any celebrity that we know of that has come across his path or has done any sort of work with him, they've always said, this man believes what he says and he believes in himself. And I also think he does have a problem articulating itself himself. And it's always interesting to me that when he's speaking in interviews, he says some things and it's like, what, what, what was that? But then you listen Somehow, some way, you listen to a record and he'll rap about the same thing he probably was talking about a week or two ago. It's it's really weird, but it comes across a little bit more digestible on record. I don't know if yeah. that's a subconscious thing because it is like music form. It's pleasing to the ear, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. But he's able to much better speak his point when he's rapping. Yeah. That's like always been the case. And I think... Um, I think ultimately, though, like the big problem with with Kanye, whether or not he's selling us stuff, which he obviously is, and whether or not he fully believes in it or not, the things you say always have repercussions. You can do whatever you want in life, but you can't do whatever you want and not have consequences and and repercussions. And the fact that he's done what he's done over this past, I would say, two months, and even going back before that, there's millions of people who have their eyes on him particularly that are of younger ages. And when you see somebody that's so influential and has been so powerful in so many different facets and has so many fans, it just, you know, it honestly, it's disappointing to see. And, like, it hurts when you see somebody saying the things that he says. And I don't know. It's really tough. It's really tough to break it down because then you also have another question of, you know, do you separate the artist from the reality of the situation, which yeah. I feel like always comes up now because we have these... We got a lot of trash artists, but we have to do this. Or, well, not we have to, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Where the, the conversation consistently keeps arising. It keeps coming up every time some news breaks or we see a new comment or whatever whatever situation occurs, you always have this, this, this sort of situation. Do you separate the art from the artist or whatever it may be? Um, I don't technically have an answer for that right now. But, you know, again, to circle back to, like, your original question about this whole thing in general... What he's doing, it's just it's just not good. It's not healthy. It's not good. And it's really in terms of his fan base and the people that have like believed in him and what he's stood for initially to where he's come to now, mm-hmm. he's so separated from reality and what people deal with on a daily basis. He's so separated from the the situations that plague, you know, underprivileged and marginalized people across the country. And the things he talks about literally I, I I don't know I don't I don't know if I can even blame him because one of the interviews the one he did with Charlemagne, mm. Charlemagne asked him what is it that you like about Trump? He mm-hmm. specifically asked him that question and the one thing that stood out to me when when Kanye answered he Dude. talked about businesses yeah yeah he talked yeah. about oh he has these great ideas for small businesses and big mm-hmm. businesses okay well as a rich black man with resources who wants to do these things. I'm sure Trump makes sense for you. Yeah. Also, especially because Kanye isn't the type to do like actual kind of research. No, he, like he yeah. doesn't really have like a lot of that has just been a facade for years, and it's and it's worked into his favor. But it's kind of unfortunate that he's he's bought into it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I want to uh going going along a, a similar thread. I want to pose a couple questions that we can all just kind of attack as, as, at, at random. Um, <clears throat> so how th- okay one do you think that 
this is our fault. Like, I think that, because what I was thinking is, if this next album sells well, which, I mean, of course, it probably will, how is Kanye supposed to learn the lesson? And also, going back, how is he supposed to learn the lesson in terms of doing outrageous things um, just for the purpose of marketing value when he does it every time, and in essence, we reward him every time? We champion the artistry right away, and at the time, we were we were willing to excuse a lot of the behavior just because we felt the music was that good. So it's like, is he ever going to learn, and is this our fault? Uh... <sighs> <laughs> oh, that was I. You guys couldn't see it, but there was a very in unison deep sigh. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's um. Well, one to be to be frank, will he ever learn a lesson from this, or will he ever, you know, discover something from this whole situation? No, at least not for a very long time. You know, until until he's absolutely removed from being at the center of pop culture yeah. to where he's still consumed on a daily basis by, you know, millions of people. I don't think I don't think any sort of self reflection, like honest self reflection, would occur yeah. until he's well past being, you know, any sort of artist and involved. Mm-hmm. Um his album won't flop. No. It's yeah, a, uh, yeah, no. absolutely. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um we know who consumes hip hop music the most and yeah. we know that that demographic in particular voted yeah. very heavily for Trump. Yeah, we, we 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 see the numbers. It's not you know it's not it's not conjecture. We've seen the numbers, and we do know that that certain demographic, certain you know groups have have voted heavily for the ideas that he's supporting. Mm-hmm. And so that that strength alone will 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 you know lead him to success. I think ultimately what what does have to happen though which i mean it feel like it feels like it, it it happened with this whole situation but you know we really don't know at this point yet but there has to be there has to be large scale just i mean you really just got to get them the fuck out of here that's what it yeah. comes down to like as bad as it might as it may sound or as as disappointed some people may be and like we feel a certain type of way because he delivered us such great music and ideas or whatever it may be like at a certain point you do have to just accept what the reality is, uh, and I think several people have tried to talk to him. Obviously, if we as, as we've seen, but again, yeah. I don't know if he learns a lesson at this point. He's too he's too focused on what he wants to do with his money. Real, yeah. I I have to second that. I can't add anything other than the fact that I don't think his album will flop. It, it definitely won't, um, because if just lift yourself alone, regardless of how ridiculous the ending got. Still, still haven't listened to that song. Really? I've only heard that dumbass snippet because I was oh, like, because okay. I, I was, I'm still kind of in this mode where like actually hearing his voice irritates me. I, it's not, I'm not, I'm not protesting That's just fair. for the sake of protest. It's yeah, just it's like, just like, I'm like every time I hear your voice, I can't stop thinking about the dumb things you say lately. Yeah. So, but continue. No, it's I honestly the production on it was really good, and you can kind of under like you can see that in Pusha T's album right now. Um, and it, you can hear it being used. Uh, I think I think the track is called uh, "What Would Meek Do." Yes, yeah. that's, that's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, what would yeah. Meek do? But mm-hmm. gee, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it's I I don't think it's gonna flop. Uh, mainly because people are one gonna want to listen to it just to even see what happens. Um, so I think it'll probably do well in streaming first, and then seeing how it would do like um in sales. That will probably come much later. But I doubt it will flop. I really doubt it. Yeah, I, I cannot. Uh, I cannot forget the initial question that you asked. Um, is this our fault? Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, I, I feel like I feel like if we're being honest, this might be our fault. Yeah. Like I'm not not to not to obviously remove uh, personal responsibility from him because he is still mm-hmm. a forty year old man. Yeah. But uh, like we 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 talked about this a little bit earlier. But like every single album cycle, it's something. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's the Taylor Swift thing. It's whatever the hell. Because I mean, the the Life of Pablo thing. The what, what video came out? Uh, summer twenty sixteen with Trump in a minute. Oh, and famous, famous. Yeah. It's it's like it, there's always something that is to get our attention and as his career has furthered it's it's become visibly so just to get our attention not even for the sake of of something he might necessarily at least believe cuz like you know I un- I I un- the when Kanye did the Beyonce thing like that wasn't his first time doing that no at award shows no. like he's a track writer so it's like okay that's pretty in line with your character yeah but you know it's like the famous thing you're like mm, you knew this would you know this would get attention mm, you know you knew the way you were rolling out the life of Pablo mm-hmm. 
was going to get you attention. Mm, you knew saying what you said on stage on your tour was going to get you attention, you know? So it's like, are we are we reaping, or what was it, sowing? I don't know the analogy. Reap what you sow, right? Are we reaping yeah. what, we, yeah. what we sowed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole situation and how this has built just over years and years, like, you're you're absolutely right. He's had so many situations that have been problematic in their own rights in which things happen. He probably gets criticized initially, but ultimately, again, you come back with some fire-ass music, mm -hmm. and we immediately forget. And all is forgiven. And it's really not just him. I mean, we have seen it with yeah. other celebrities. Yeah. You know, we've seen it time and time again because I think at the end of the day, a lot of people are very much just concerned with what can this person provide to me. And if you don't want to think about these issues and if you want to turn that off, I mean, you're probably able to do that and just accept whatever whatever happened outside of the artistry or whatever it may be. You're probably able to accept that and just view whatever the material is for what it is in that moment. But we continue to do it for a lot of celebrities. There's a lot of different situations into which people have done fucked up shit. And, you know, they come back and they deliver something that's probably universally considered great or, you know, favorable or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And all is forgiven. And so, I mean, that's a bigger, I think it's a bigger question mm -hmm. that, you know, people really have to address with themselves. Like, you know, there's not really a right way to do it. I think it just, it depends on what, what every person wants to do and what they feel like doing. Because it's like, it comes down to like, are you going to support the music? Are you going to listen to the album? Are you going right. to buy tickets to the tour? Right. Are you going to buy you a new pair of Yeezys? Right. Like, what What does that look like? You have no idea how hard that inner conflict has been for me. <laughs> like <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, because like, I'm like, look, man, because I mean, I don't like the Yeezy blushes or whatever, but like, I mean, if y'all all hate him, right, and I can actually snag a pair. <laughs> like I, I, I still just might. Yeah. I think the real question we have to ask ourselves whenever sh like shit like this happens is like, what, what do you, what do they want from us? Always. Like, w w like, what do you want? What do you want from me? Do you want my money? What do you, what you want me to consume something? Like, yeah. if that's at that point, that's a realization that we all have to come to, um, because we are feeding into it, mm -hmm. especially with social media. Like, we are feeding into it. We're like giving them the likes. Um, we're mm -hmm. sharing it regardless if we like it or not. Right. So, like, that's. that's that's we also have to think about that as well, and that comes the same with brands as well, like with Pepsi. Do we want to pull away from buying Pepsi, right. or are we going to keep giving into it? Right, right. But so. you know, okay. So th that Pepsi example was kind of a great example to me, right? Mm -hmm. So, cause I mean, clearly, obviously, we're referencing the whole Pepsi thing, that bad commercial, yada yada yada. yada, yada, yada. I can't help but wonder if part of me thinks like, how much you want to bet they probably saw an increase in in sales or something? Oh, they because like either it always be happens. Because whenever, anytime we hate something, we pub it super hard. Cause look at this thing I hate, and now everyone's looking. I mean, that's kind of that's how we got some of the people we really don't even want involved in. Like that's how we got uh, what's your name, Bad Baby, whatever. Yeah, oh, bad yeah, Barbie? Bad, yeah. Bad? It's Bad Baby. Oh, Bad Baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bad baby, yeah. yeah no, like, it that's, always that's happens. That's how we get, and it's you know uh, that I think that that kind of ties into the larger uh, point of all the topics we'll be covering. But like, uh, essentially, like what 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 are we supposed to do nowadays when we've made it clear that we will react to things, particularly we'll react very strongly to negative things. But what do we do when we start to potentially worry that that is used against us? Like yeah. when there are companies doing things just to uh, just to be outrageous. Like right now we're seeing it in in the world of celebrity and stuff, but I can't help but wonder when are we going to start seeing that transition into bigger brands. I feel like it's only inevitable um considering who our president is and he employed Facts. the same tactics and it got him to be president like <laughs> and he was successful and we see again to your examples that you just brought up, we see that every single time there's there's an action and there's a reaction, and that reaction typically results in a positive net income of of some of some sort, some sort of addition, some sort of added additive, is benefiting these people that 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 do these outrageous things. Uh, R. Kelly, his numbers went up after they removed him, removed him off the playlists. Yeah, which which you know, I'm sorry, I'm so disappointed in everybody. <laughs> Because the, the to, it's not even that you listen to R. Kelly's music. It's to to me the thought that you care about R. Kelly enough to type <laughs> R. Kelly into your search bar on Spotify. If you're not from Chicago, you're not allowed to care about him that much to me. It, like everybody yeah. else doesn't, because like people from Chicago care about him so much that they won't even acknowledge it. Like yeah. we didn't even say nothing when Chance had R. Kelly on that song. We was like, I mean, no, he's from Chicago. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it really it really comes down to every person 
within themselves, what am I willing to sacrifice because mm-hmm. of this situation, because of what this person said, because of what this person did? Mm-hmm. It, it does, because you can't, we can't reasonably expect that any of these people are not going to do the things that they do. Yeah. Because we see with the results, when they do shocking and outrageous things, there is positive results for them. Yes. There's attention, there's money, there's income. So we can't expect them to do anything differently. So it comes down, in my opinion, it comes down to each individual peop- you know, person, like the consumer from that perspective, like what are you willing to sacrifice? Mm. If Pepsi is putting out this terribly insensitive ad, are you going to keep drinking Pepsi? I know I have, personally. Yeah, I, yeah, I have. Am I going to listen to this Kanye album? Yeah, yeah probably I so. <laughs> I will too. Probably so. I can say that. You know, so... Again, it comes down to each individual person, like what you're willing to do. I stand on my morals. I don't do none of that. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't right. drink. I don't drink Pepsi, but it's not because I don't care about the commercial. I just, it's just the weaker of the it's just the weaker. Coke, <laughs> if I don't see Coke, I'm gonna go for Pepsi. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. no, if I don't see, I mean, even I don't really drink soda like that. But if I don't see Coke, I'm like, ah, I'm not drinking anything. It's completely fair. Sprite, then Coke. Than Pepsi, and if that's not, none of that, then water. <laughs> but now my now it's been water. Sprite, but Sprite has been heavily targeting black people. I've noticed. Okay, yes. but you in in their defense, in in a way. Was it their fault? We no, flocked to it. No, not even that. But well, yeah, we did flock we to flocked it. We flocked to it because that's also because we like use like ginger ale and those lemon lime things as like a that's home, so like true. a medicine, and it's not. But um. Also, Sprite's been doing this since like the '80s, a long time. Like, but like to the point where we don't question when they do, like when they did that J Cole Biggie thing. Like, yeah. I feel like any other brand did that. You be like, what the hell is Missy wrong Elliott? With you? Yeah, it okay. was three, yeah, all three of them. Yeah, yeah. slam dunk competition NBA. Okay, but real okay. So I feel like we've we've attacked this Kanye thing. Yeah. yeah, let's move into something else. Let's let's move into actually. You know what? Let's move into Pusha and Drake because I have a theory or well a theory, theory? I, not a theory. Something I either something I heard on Twitter on either. I think it may have been the Joe Budden podcast or something. I don't know who said it, but um, what if this was just a marketing scheme that just got out of hand? Because on its on its face, on its face, I feel like that would it, it, it could have potentially been that right? Because I mean. Pusha finally responds on his album. It's the last track. It's the last track. That's important. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, I mean, it's the last track and it's only 21 minutes. So it's like, I might as well listen to the to the project. Yeah, yeah. So now he got an album stream out of that. Yeah. He only throws like some, they're direct shots, but they're light. They're not, yeah. they're not really disrespectful. It, that was to just garner attention. And if Drake responds, fine. I don't think Pusha initially wanted to get as nasty as it as it got yeah. right or as it's, yeah. as it's getting like it's not over honestly sorry no, no. honestly i think that when he said those verses he was in a studio and he was he was just talking and when we heard it we were like oh shit yeah what's going on which, which one? Infrared. infrared. Yeah. Oh, infrared. Yeah. I feel like when he was recording infrared, like, cause it wasn't just a Drake. It was a, bu- it was a bunch of people. Yeah. And which is, which, which is Pusha's MO. Like usually yeah. when he disses people, it's usually like when he disses Pusha, or sorry, when he pushes, when he disses Drake, it's usually Drake, Wayne and baby. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a collective effort. It's a little shotgun. I, you know what I'm going to say about this whole thing. This has been the most fascinating thing. I think in a long time for, for hip hop in particular, mm-hmm. This whole situation stems from something that's so, <laughs> so old and also so minuscule on the surface. Like, it's so yeah, petty from yeah. how it started because it really, it, it, it stems back to... Was it O2? O2, Clips, Pharrell days, yeah. Young Little Wayne days. like Which blew me because it was a song that was so good. Yeah, too. yeah, stuff like that. It develops into, like... You know, who's jock and who's style and fashion and stuff like that. But, you know, nonetheless, here we are. You can find out the history lesson, I'm sure. Yeah, there's plenty there's of publications. So many. They, they've written so have many. published their timelines. Yeah. Their beef timelines. Yeah. But um, anyway, no. This situation right now is it's fascinating. I don't think it's marketing. And I say that because Pusha T, Infrared, he records the track. I agree. I don't think he's really thinking that much to it. I think he's just telling what, you know, he feel like needs to be said. Mm -hmm. He finally decided to get around to the whole two birds, one stone situation. Mm -hmm. Drake clearly took some shots at both Pusha and Cuddy on that track. Pusha, you know, he takes his time. It's not really pressing to him at the time, I don't Mm -hmm. think. And he comes back on this album, drops the track. And like you say, he addresses them as a collective Mm -hmm. because it's always been about that. Exodus 23-1, when that came out, on my birthday in 2012, by the way, (laughs) when that came out, 
more so directed at Lil Wayne. Yeah. Drake. Yeah, honestly, Drake just caught some strays. Yeah. Caught in the crossfire, right? Yeah. Here we are, fast forward six years later, Drake responds to Infrared almost immediately. Now, this is the question. This is the, this, is, this is the real situation that, that I think pops up, which I'm very interested to talk about. In culture now, when you think about beef, and especially after the, the, the Meek and Drake situation, and because we live in social media where everything happens now, there's so much conversation about how fast is it going to take for so-and-so to respond. I think Drake is the fastest, BH. He's he's certainly the fastest. He's the fastest, but he's also the one who started setting that precedent. He absolutely set that precedent. And with what happened between Thursday night when Infrared dropped and Friday afternoon before the NBA Finals, this is what I, you know, this this is the situation. Drake, regardless of what's happened since then, which I'm sure we'll get into, Mm. Drake is really... This man's mind and the way he works. That song dropped before the NBA uh, Eastern Conference Finals. And we know that recently Drake just got into a situation with the NBA. There was a whole situation yep. into which they said, you got to chill out on the sideline, bro. Like, you're doing too much. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let me, let me, maybe, maybe this is his thinking. Let me not only drop this song on the release day for yep. Pusha T, taking that away from him. And it's the Eastern Conference Finals. And yes. my team isn't even in the finals. Exactly. So super, like, y'all can go to hell like, yeah. right now. Like, I'm instantly, because I know I can, I'm going to become the number one trending topic in the world with this whole situation. I don't know. It's interesting that in his in his attempts to, like, fire back at people, he never just takes aim at one person. It's always, nope. it's always like a multi- you know, pronged approach that he's going at. But the actual track itself, he pulled Kanye into it a lot. And I don't know how I feel about that. In many different ways, too. But you know what? I under you, If we're being all the way, if we're being equal and fair, no one cares when Pusha does it. Yeah. That's true. Like, we really don't care. Real quick, before we continue on to this, I would just like to, just, just so I can remember later, uh, I still feel like that while on its face the Pusha thing was pretty innocuous, him having such close ties to Kanye mm-hmm. and b- this being locked in, I'll never not look at this as, in part, a PR move that is, mm. I don't want to say getting out of hand, because truth be told, mm-hmm. it's not for, for, for anyone. Like mm-hmm. it, This is just more publicity for everyone, because Push's sales will go up. Push is going to be on Kimmel tonight. Yeah. Drake said, we're, we're, we're watching. We're wa- I don't even the whole blackface thing. You could do you could yeah. do whatever you want to Drake. When that album drops, that actually fun fact, that album is already gold off of the singles. The album that's not released. <laughs> the album that's not out is eligible for gold because of how many times Nice for What God's Plan have been streamed already. Jesus, this world we live in today, I swear. So I say all that to say that while on its face, I completely understand, and it it makes sense for Pusha to to, to respond the way he did. I I think that either he was egged on by uh, someone who doesn't get the credit for being a marketing, quote-unquote, genius, uh, which is Kanye. So I think that, like, it makes sense, but I feel like Kanye was either probably piecing it together in the back of his head. I I want to also agree with you on that because – I'm not sure if you guys have heard about what Bobby Brown has come out and said. I have. Oh, yeah. 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 That's fair, too. No, no, it's fair, but it's like it has nothing to do with Pusha, even though it's his album. Because he knew Kanye picked it. No, yeah, I know. But that's like it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all revolving around Kanye in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all like it comes it's, back. It comes back to him. Yeah. He went on those tweets and said all the album dates for all these people. It mm-hmm. wasn't Pusha. It wasn't it wasn't any of them. It yeah. was Kanye. Mm-hmm. And the fact that. Everyone is pointing their finger at him. Mm-hmm. Like it's it is it's, it's all revolved around him. So that's interesting. The fact that well he's got he's got three different controversies right now that that yes, where we're three. right because yeah. well we got Rhymefest and Kim we yeah. got I mean Ye just being Ye yeah, yeah. Pusha T and Drake all all in the center. Kanye's at the center of all this. And 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 so the situation that's happened over the past like few days and. So he's clearly yeah, he's responsible for a lot. And when you when you put out album release dates that clearly that clearly are are in a sense they're gonna they're gonna in some way they're gonna conflict with another artist, obviously in the situation of being Drake. Mm-hmm. And we know that Drake has assisted very much so Kanye in many different creative processes with albums. And mm-hmm. you know, there was rumors that he certainly was in Wyoming during this whole you know this whole creative sequence, and so Ooh, you know Drake. About that. Drake yes. 
clearly, you know, I think, you know, when we look at these records, you 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 hear the stuff that he says and he comes on the record, he's like, Oh, the 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 audacity, the nerve. Like he starts talking about stuff like that. He clearly feels disrespected. Like he takes this stuff I think he takes this stuff personally. Oh yeah. I think oh, he yeah. absolutely does oh, yeah. because oh, yeah. he thinks everyone's his friend. He yeah, I mean he takes the relationship seriously and then when he feels like he's done wrong, obviously that makes him feel a certain type of way. Or whatever. To his credit, though, I will say I'm just now really analyzing and realizing I don't know what he gets out of helping Kanye because no. anytime yeah. Kanye does stuff with Drake, it never really is received well. No, like, I mean nothing the, pops that well. The best I ever had video was supposed to be huge, and it wasn't. But, but since Kanye put his fingerprints on it, that's kind of why it didn't. It came out a little garish and like over the top, like something Kanye would do. Right. Like the only time, the only like good. Kanye produced Drake song I can think of is "Show Me a Good Time," and like that yeah. didn't, that didn't do anything for Drake. No, it really so, didn't. I mean, so, it, it kind of falls within the rest of the album that it yeah, came out so on. Like I, I understand the I understand the the anger a bit. Yeah. I you know I think I think the whole situation. It, I mean, yeah, it, it comes a lot of these situations. It seems like the 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 underlying thread is Kanye mm-hmm. and how it does come back to him and how he's. He's been so influential in so many relationships and just things that have happened, particularly over the past like couple of weeks. Um, I guess you know to kind of go back to the the Pusha T and Drake situation. You know we're we're in a you know a new age. Hip hop has evolved and changed. Obviously, mm-hmm. have either of them gone too far? Drake mentioned Pusha T's fiance. Obviously, that made him feel a certain type of way, mm-hmm. and he explicitly said like once he said that all bets were off yeah there is he nothing said, that's off limits <laughs> he said i feel nothing at this point because you you said my fiance's name yeah and his visceral reaction was like why would he do that why why would he do that you know knowing that he's purposefully kept his wife away from the industry mm-hmm. he's ca- i mean there's barely any pictures of her like i was yeah. just about to say like you know quite frankly i've wondered for the longest time if he was even like dating somebody or married exactly. I, I, I had no idea you know he had so, a kid but that was it he had a kid Kids? No, actually, he doesn't. He does. So it, it, Ma- Malice has his brother has kids. No, Malice oh, has kids. Okay, okay. But Pusha T doesn't have kids. I thought it was it. Like My, bad. <laughs> My bad. No I'm glad you know. <laughs> no Malice, yeah. But <laughs> no. Um. But also, I think in this situation too, um, Pusha comes back, and obviously, we see the black face. We see him talking about his father leaving his life yeah, at an early age. Cool. We see him talking about his mother, and then we see him talking about his best friend who has, you know, uh, an, uh, you know, MS, an, an illness that could, you know, be fatal. And yeah. so, yeah, almost certainly will be. Yeah, and so in this situation, has it gone too far? Is hip hop, is hip hop crossing the line? Is there a line? No, there's when it no comes line. To rap beef? No. no, no, no line. I feel like no. we can all attest to be like I've heard, like just in our lifetimes, I've heard more offensive things said on record. Like, actually, you know what's funny? If you really want to hear just like offensive stuff, just for the sake of being like, it, it didn't get heavily publicized because no one really cared. Do you remember when Meek and the Game were beefing for a little bit? I do remember. Do you remember those tracks? Yeah, absolutely. those those tracks were really offensive. There yeah. was a, there was a lot of uh, homophobic slurs that was dropped between those tracks. I mean, Game was pretty flagrant. Yeah, all he was out there. <laughs> Actually, game himself. You can make the argument that game, just him personally, has said more flagrant things in any of his beefs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, nah, this isn't too far. And it's and I, it, for Drake, it might be too far, but you know, every now and then, I guess you got to get your hand slapped. But so this is happening as of May 31st. We've heard, we've heard infrared. We've heard Duppy freestyle. Mm-hmm. We've heard the life of Adi Don. Is there more to come, or is it over? I want to hear your thoughts first because I, I got mine. I'll, I'll undercut. And if it's not over, in in particular, where does it go from here? <laughs> it's a hard, hard well, thing to like address. Well, like Pusha T said, this is a big summer. It is. Also, you know what? It's that's big, another. That's another thing. <laughs> Truth be told. This goes as far as Drake wants it to go, because <laughs> I think that's a good point. He yeah. said, "Pusha said, Surgical Summer Volume One, Volume." When I hear Volume One, that means, that means to me I have more if needed. He also said that there's layers to this, and this yeah. is just the first layer. And it's important to note that there there has to be some kind of like other well kept secrets about Drake, because I don't know if you if you remember. I'm, I'm actually I know you do. I don't know if you remember Ebony, but when Joe Budden and Drake were beefing. Uh, after the damn third diss track he dropped, he he was saying on Twitter, he's like, I have more, but like, I don't have, it, it was one of those things where it's like, I have something I could really say, I do remember that. but it's like, I don't want to put it out yet because yeah. he hasn't, you know, tempted fate. It's like he always says, it's like he seems, 
from what I've seen, it seems like he has like the juice mm. on everyone. He has he has every little dirty secret secret of everyone, and it's like he's holding it back. Mm-hmm. And I'm also like waiting. Okay, well let's hear it. What is it? What do you have? Right. What give me more then? Right. And then they're not giving it to us. It's like they. That's another thing. Like we they might get it though. That's the thing. Like if if Drake if Drake goes this way. Oops, sorry. If Drake goes, and, but you know, here's here's what's crazy though. I think it stops here for a couple reasons. One, first off, I don't see how Pusha T doesn't get dropped from Adidas. Completely separate conversation because he definitely violated an NDA. There's no way on ah. God's green earth that if that because Pusha T works with Adidas, yeah, which means he probably got this information from an insider. Yeah. So there's no yeah. and like the, and if this was gonna drop, they probably wanted a big reveal. Oh, it was gonna be huge. Right. So huge. I, a baby a ba- along with this with this the clothes. Did yeah. Drake 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 having a baby and coinciding that with the Adidas. launch of an Adidas line. And, and we can see that it's been a long building thing because we've seen him wearing a lot a lot more Adidas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of the sweatsuits and all of that. Yeah, man. So I, I will say that um but however though, I think this ends here. I think mm-hmm. this ends here only because just to circle back to our original point, there's nothing more to be gained yeah. by anyone else. Like, there's no because I mean, just uh, we can look at it from a music standpoint, and then we can look at it again from like a marketing standpoint. But just from a purely music standpoint, truth be told, as much as I enjoy the 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 theatrics of the beef, th- neither one of you are ever gonna end the other's career. What are you yeah. talking? No. Like, your audiences damn near don't even really overlap. No. So like, Pusha fans will support push until he dies and drake fans are gonna support drake until he dies you know what i mean so it's like there's there's nothing to to gain there but from a marketing perspective as well once the album's out what are we talking about once 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 everyone's albums are out and the numbers start coming in what are we what's i feel like what's the point of beef especially if it's great music oh yeah we'll honestly kind of forget like it's yeah yeah we'll forget because i mean people acted like duppy freestyle wasn't hard after uh Pusha responded. Pusha's was meaner, for sure. <laughs> it was absolutely meaner, but yeah, people forgot about Duppy. I listened to Duppy Very again, quick. I was like, damn, he actually, this was a really solid track. Yeah. Shout out to you, Drake. But, I, yeah. And you, so, I mean, <laughs> to, to, you know, it's interesting. This is gonna this is gonna sidetrack a little bit, and I mean, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, so that's why I'm putting the question out, but mm-hmm. looking at this stuff from a marketing perspective, and now that the information is out there, and we, we have access to it, Drake has a child, um, mm. allegedly. Mm. Well, according to Pusha T, it's not alleged. He's very much adamant that this is a thing. This, yeah. This child exists. This, this child exists, and it's like it's been had. It's like, I synced it. <laughs> I synced that baby. Uh, Adonis. Adonis. I, know. I feel like there's... There's also no... You know what's funny? I feel like Pusha's seen the baby. He was like, that's Drake's baby. Do we call him Donnie Graham? Oh. Do we call him Donnie... <laughs> Is that gonna be a thing? Do da- we call him Donnie Graham? <laughs> I just had Ew. to Adonis, like, or do you do you do you nickname it Donnie? Donnie Damn, Graham. Nah, I I will say this that like I I feel like Trump put the Trump is almost actually you know I was gonna say Trump has ruined the name Donald for a little bit and yeah. Donnie, but then it was like true. nah, shout out to Donald Glover, so we good. So no, fair. You can, can go by Donnie. Okay, okay. It'll, it'll be it'll be weird though. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's random. Anyway, no, what I was getting to, it's better than Aubrey. It's, what, it's, 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 it's way less, way harder to make fun of than Aubrey. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, from a from you know you two both work in in marketing, advertising, creative industries. The idea of coinciding. The birth of a child with a new clothing line. Don't understand. How does that? How does that work? How does that sit? How does that sit with you? Because I'm having trouble. I mean, we don't we don't know what that would have looked like at this point because it's probably not going to happen anymore. It's right. been ruined, so we don't know what it would have looked like. It could have been, possibly, it could have been completely tasteful. Maybe. Yeah. It could have sure. been done really well, but you know, at this moment in time, just knowing the information out of context, in a sense, I don't know what that looks like. How do you how do you present that idea in a tasteful way? I have an idea. You do? Okay, yes. yeah, I'm gonna give it to you. Okay. So two things. One, it, this yeah, it only this this idea only works. I feel like if it's done the way I'm thinking. Anything else, I don't understand how they could have done it. Just because, in general, brands are super scared of pissing off the public. Yeah. Like they they won't take any real risks. So the only way I could see them packaging it is if they did something similar to what say J. Cole and Donald Glover did. Where um they they did they did reveal that they had kids, but mm-hmm. it was like it was via the music and it was in a way that it was clear that 
they were like around them at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like if 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 Drake were to address it on his album, like like just make a track dedicated to his kid, right? If he makes a track dedicated to his kid, they're like, oh, sh- oh shit, you have a kid? Mm. He's like, yeah, I do have a kid. And then when the brand comes out, that that initial like shock isn't there anymore. It's more like, oh wow, like he's really doing this for his kid. That's the only potential way I can see it being framed because quite frankly, I have no idea what agency or what like who on God's green earth would otherwise approve a baby being used as a marketing material. <laughs> like it's, it's we're gonna make money off of this birth. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna I split mean, these baby profits fifty fifty. See, I was just gonna say that it's been done many times before in so many different mm. ways. Really? Uh, first of all, I won't say that um, Khaled's baby like. Oh, he, that's a good point. Yeah, because yeah. he de- he has his own goddamn shoe like shoes yeah, that's like. True. That baby out. Yes, that's he, true. Yes, he has he has his own complex. Like he has his own. He has a whole album. That would that would that was not I mean, DJ Khaled's. That was his. That's true. Yeah. That was his. He's on every production credit yes. and. See, but then again, even still though, we're still talking about we're we're talking about music and we're talking about like it's one of those things where we knew we knew that there was a kid in play mm-hmm. from jump. It wasn't, he didn't drop a sod out the blue and then it just started happening. He was like, my wife is pregnant. I'm building up to it, all this Snapchat yeah, things. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But that that difference mm-hmm. between, especially now since Pusha T has framed it as him looking like a deadbeat father, mm-hmm. which is a good way. He kind of cornered him. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think he can get out of that. I don't think he, because the only other, there's only two things. You either say, I'm not a deadbeat. I've been in this child's life. And then it's like, whoa, you've been hiding him from us. Or two, you've been just paying off shorty. On and the and apparently there were text messages in which he told her to get rid of the, the baby. I saw that. I, I really, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for his sake. That wasn't true because those were really actually really disgusting. Yeah, I mean the, like, the 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 transcript of what yeah. the 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 sequence was, you know, it was it was it was an unsettling conversation. Oh, you sure. know, it was very unsettling that he 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 didn't want he he wanted no parts of it. You know, I'm also just remembering that this is something that he's addressed before in his music. Mm. On 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 um um thank me later. It was either the resistance or fireworks. One of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, he says something along the lines of like, uh, damn, I can't remember what jumps off the line, but like Texas saying she wish she would have kept it. Mm. The one that I'm laying next to just mm-hmm. looked over and read it. Man, I couldn't tell you where the fuck my head is. Mm-hmm. I'm holding on. Like, so I'm like, so it kind of seems like we, he, it's one of those things where Drake being as honest as, he, as he's been in his own music may be his detriment. Cause it sounds like this isn't a, a new thing for him asking women to get abortions just to, to, you know. I mean, he's very protective of his career yeah. and his yeah. image. Yeah, his career is everything. That's he definitely cares about that. Yeah, he really he, he he has guarded the hell out of his image and his career. And I mean, you know, you come across like the whole story and the idea that she's like a porn star or whatever, whatever, whatever the hell it is. Like that whole his association with that and yeah. what that does for his image and what that looks like. And you know, I I don't know. And you know, I also wonder what another Drake lyric, real quick. <laughs> Even a couple porn stars that I'm ashamed to mention. See, you see, know, stuff like that. <laughs> and how does she play a part if that marketing scheme happens with Adidas? <laughs> how does she play a part in that? Do you then, do you then completely embrace, you know, what she's done? Do you? I, I, I don't, I don't know how it looks. That's, that's, you know, that's what I'm really confused about. Like, is the baby revealed with the Adidas brand? Is it? Does it look like that? Does it happen in a song and then the Adidas stuff happens? Do you then bring in the mother to the situation, knowing that she? Is a porn star and you were associated with her and you had unprotected sex and you did what you did. Like, how did how was that gonna work? What the hell did they have in store? Maybe she was somewhere in Nice for What video. <laughs> she was probably look, hidden. Look, he had all them women and not his baby mom, but not his baby mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, well, and again, just adding on to kind of what what makes the the it, what makes the situation hard is like he has to bring he has to bring her out because Drake yeah. is literally known for parading around women he be dating. Yeah. Like this. Oh yeah. Look, that J Lo thing seemed like it was all three weeks, and I've heard five different J Lo bars from him. <sighs> so like, you know, it, he's he's look J Lo, Serena, Rihanna. Like he has no problem telling you who he's dating until it, w- it came to her. Yeah. So I feel like if 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 he didn't mention it, mm-hmm. then the rollout would seem even more inauthentic. So now I'm wondering, like, did Pusha T do them a favor? Did Pusha T do Adidas a favor? Because I think that <laughs> maybe I, because I think obviously part of getting Drake is to undercut Nike. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But I'm like Jordan Brand, you know, right. all of that. So, so this might, but I'm like, this is this a was this approach well thought out? Because on it, if again, we're obviously just speaking. We're just this is just conjecture because we don't know. Right. But like. This seems like a terrible approach. Yeah, to I, do a- anything. Yeah, I, I just again, there there's so many questions that I I just wonder how how would this have worked? And so, yeah, I mean, just from that you know pure perspective, I mean, in the situation, maybe he was done a favor. Maybe you know, since it's clear that they probably won't go through with that, um, if they were intending to do something, maybe it's better that it just didn't happen. Yeah, um, but. He'll have a lot to deal with uh, in the coming days, in the coming weeks. But again, like you said, once the album comes out and the music is hot, which it probably will be, or everybody think it, it will, will be, be. Mm. then it doesn't matter. It's all forgiven. It's all said and done. We'll look back on it years from now and be like, ah, oh, you remember that beef? That was dope. But <laughs> that was <laughs> that was fun. That that's was probably fun. all. Yeah, Nas's career didn't die after Jay Z. Jay Z's didn't die after Nas. I mean, people people I, move on, make music. I'm just not realizing that post beef, the only person whose career has like not only, but the only notable person I can think of whose career has ever died post beef was Ja Rule, and that wasn't even just the beef. That was like the Fed thing too. It's very yeah. yeah it, it that was very it complex. Takes more than just beef, to be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. It he he absolutely took it to completely different levels outside. Yeah. You yeah. like I feel like at that point you take it outside the music. That's mm-hmm. where you can really mess somebody up. Yeah. Like that that changes shit. So. Stay in your lane. That's basically it. Stay yeah. in your music lane, and you, yeah, 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 yeah. Just keep keep making your money. Yeah. But all right. So what 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 do we have next on our on our outrage marketing uh thing? Another what was a tangled up? web in this oh, big situation? The damn rhyme fest thing. Yeah. Which is just it's it's so layered. It's it's much more layered than I thought it was gonna be. Cause rhyme fest. Sorry, for for those who aren't to know, just a little background on rhyme fest. Cause I feel like everyone's like, why is Kim Kardashian? shit talking this random person i've never heard of she said that her followers she said to her followers i'm sorry that i'm like putting all this out there you probably don't even know it's funny i was laughing because her followers don't know who he is no they don't they really don't so i laughed because i was like oh my god and i i went to the tweets to see people saying who is that and i was weak because i actually saw more people say he was a writer of jesus walk and even then it's like yeah like, Lo- writer, long-time collaborator yeah. with Kanye, who, Friends, but, like, but uh, it's important to note that they had a bit of a falling out post. Was yeah. that Jesus? That was like post Jesus. Yeah, when he, was, was yeah. Post, they had a bit of a falling out post Jesus. Um, and so uh, for context, Ryan Fest just got on Twitter and was talking about how Kanye wasn't doing real work with Donda's house, mm-hmm. which um, I I don't I don't actually I don't actually know uh, if well, how true that is. I don't. So I saw something a while back and then it was resurfaced again um it was called donda's social mm-hmm. that he was supposed to be doing with chance the rapper big yeah, Sh- yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was oh, that's the thing i don't i guess not he was yeah. supposed to do like a essential i mean you know it's funny he was supposed to do that stuff that chance was basically doing yeah. <laughs> like the, the 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 like world coloring day like bring everybody together yep Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. So just just <laughs> letting y'all know, me and Eric is sharing mics, and he yeah. just forgot. I was just holding it like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> but, oh, man. What was I going to say? Nah, yeah, but he was, yeah, it was definitely supposed to be something with Donna Social, and it was supposed to be basically everyone from Chirac, and we haven't really seen much from it. And then you see this um, with Donna's house. And what you see with Rhyme Fest and just Kim Kardashian, right? Yeah, wait. Hold and on. do you want to do you want to just just it just quickly explain all the players? Yeah, because like we know there's we too many pe- there's too many people involved. To be it's a lot. It's a very <laughs> deep situation. So you have Rhyme Fest, yep. longtime friend collaborator of Kanye West. You obviously have Kim Kardashian involved in the situation. Chance is associated kind of by extension mm-hmm. because yeah. of just the and the involvement in the community. And Donda's house was Kanye's charity dedicated yes. uh, to his mother's name, who has apparently they just, they just do work on the low. Right, right, exactly. So the reason that this is even a topic of conversation is because in the midst of the Pusha T and Drake beef that occurred after Drake dropped Duppy Freestyle, Rhyme Fest took to Twitter and added Drake and basically said, hey, you know, when you get your money. and Oh, from that invoice. Yeah, from that invoice. And what was so interesting to me, he said, when you get the money that they owe you. 
which was low key shade. That was that was very much <laughs> shady because he shade. was like, he yeah yeah you deserve that money. Yeah, you ba- they owe you, and so whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. But it was funny. But he you know he brought up the situation with Donda's house and that you know they have not done anything. I you know. I think, you know, to be fair to the whole situation and looking at it from a holistic perspective, Ryan Fest taking that personal situation to Twitter, not a fan of. I nope. thought that was a bit tacky. I did. Um, not sure why. I mean, it's, it's probably an emotional situation. He probably feels a certain type of way, I'm sure. Very next day, I believe, it was like the day after it happened, Kim uh, Kardashian. She let off a, she let off hella tweets. Yeah, she went off. Uh, at least her ad account let off oh, a lot of tweets. okay, yeah, we getting in there. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's, we'll talk about talk. that. But there were a lot of tweets that were said, um, which she directed at Ryan Fest, you know, said that he had fake Yeezys, you know, accused him of, uh, I think, basically stealing money and, you know, producing terrible beats and things like that. Like, she... She did a lot. She said a lot on Twitter, and uh, Rhymefest also responded yep. in a little bit more of a professional way with a... Which kind of blew me. Like, now all of a sudden you want to release now, statements. Yeah, after you already took it to Twitter, you kind of you kind of laid the terms. Now you release a statement. So, you know, essentially after a couple of responses here and there, whatever it may be, Donda's house is essentially no more, almost? Or did they just yeah. give it up? Well, to from, from my understanding is Donda's house is changing their name. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're not... They're not uh, they're not actually shutting down. They're changing the name just to just separate themselves from this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the thing that was very interesting is, well, one, I mean, have y'all ever heard Kim Kardashian talk about Donda's house before? Never. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, that's a little interesting that you only like want to talk about it. Then like you can't be bothered to you're the you're the queen of marketing things that we objectively don't need. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes time, like you only care once it's beef. But um yeah it's it's a it's a bit of a, a layered situation because apparently like both of them are right in a way apparently mm. like mm. Kanye has been pretty off hands with with Donda's house no surprise but apparently rhyme there's been some internal issues with Rhyme Fest at Donda's house as well interesting but I can't I the fact that they were all in Wyoming together yeah. and in the same studio okay. I'll never not imagine some level of intent behind like I, I don't know i always i don't think kim was was considering it a marketing thing ryan fest was mm. ryan fest was like sure we're talking about kanye we're talking about drake we're talking about everybody right now let's see if we can get something to don this house let's see if we can interject it in here and they did and they did but it, the interesting thing is do you guys think that was a, a moral way to go about it because it the if the net effect is positive was it was it worth it no, as a non-for-profit, I think something like that should not have been done. Absolutely not. That was, and it's, goddamn. <laughs> oh my god. Get but, that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so first time that someone shoved a microphone in my face. Um, <laughs> um, but shit. What was I saying? Non-profit. Just the non-for-profit being involved. Yeah. And, yeah. Just the fact that it's a non-for-profit, it shouldn't really not be involved. And it's funny because I was going through Ryan Fess's tweets. Like, but like, just seeing how self-centered he is about himself, and then how Donda's house Twitter mm. kind of revolves around what he does as well. Interesting. Making him the face of Donda's house, mm-hmm. I was like, that's interesting. Mm. And then it wants to take the name away of, of Kanye's West's late mother. I think it's a good decision. Um, I don't think it was his necessarily. I think it was someone who was like. This is not. This is not for us. Mm-hmm. The, I'm not. This is not what we want for the kids. The whole point of doing this is so that we can provide um, resources for kids that come from a not so good background. Yeah, like that's the premise of what this yeah. organization is for. Yeah, I think um, this whole this whole situation uh, and how many how many different legs that there are to this 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 big situation. I mean, again, we talked about it earlier who the underlying person is in, in every, all of this and every single every thing. Every single one, it's somehow related to Kanye. Yeah. It's almost, and the fact that, yeah, like you say, now a not-for-profit organization that's dealing with some real shit in Chicago, you know, on a daily basis, clearly is what it seems like, got drug into this um, by way of a rap beef, mm-hmm. which, you know, that rap beef has, you know, in a sense, kind of started by way of Drake's relationship with Kanye West and good music and all of this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. This stuff, the more we talk about it and as we kind of go through this whole sequence of events over these past, like, few days, and it's literally been, like, a week. Like, it's Thursday, 
the week after this album drop, and I think that's where you know all oh this really God. started. Yes. It's only been <laughs> it's only it's been only a week. Been a week. All of this has been seven days. Literally seven days. But when you think about everything and just all the angles we talked about and every direction that stuff has went, it, it's kind of disgusting. It really is. Like the fact that this stuff has happened, and you bring up the stuff about Rhyme Fest and just his whole approach to the situation, and then Kim's response. Though she, you know, you know, her account probably felt a certain type of way, and she, you know, responded. Hey, man, just say your theory, man. Before you, before <laughs> you wrap it up, I mean, before you, I know you're making a larger point, and I'm so sorry to detract, but just say, it. I know what you want to say, man. I don't know. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think, I think there's a very real possibility mm-hmm. that Kanye West was sitting next to Kim and said, "Hey, let me get that phone real quick." Mm-hmm. I, I see what's going on here. Let me get that phone real quick. He saw what Ryan Fest tweeted. He know what he knows what happened. Even even if Kim did, you know, tweet that stuff out from her account, maybe she did. Sure, but I mean, obviously, Kanye knows what's going on. And he very much probably played a part into, yeah. you know, stirring the pot. We've also seen Kanye uh, talk about fakies. I don't know if you remember, remember that video. Absolutely, he knows. He, he he has no problem being like he just. There were a lot of I, you know my my perspective is there were a lot of details in her sequence of tweets that it make it it makes it very hard for me to believe that she knows that much about his musical dealings. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Like yeah. she still does have her own empire and her own life that to manage, on a, yes, to manage exactly. on a daily basis. And so the amount of detail that she had about music and beats and production and Yeezys and when you were in Wyoming at the studio and this, that and the third, like it I don't know. And they, they also have three kids now it just makes it i don't know it just makes it hard for me to believe that she knows that much about his music process behind the scenes but again that's just speculation but the whole this whole situation just everything that's happened it i don't know it's kind of sick the fact that we've gotten to this point like so many people's lives are being affected and now you know youth and kids and their families and all this by this organization are being affected and you know it's it's in the name of Kanye west's you know his mother and like how this is like all occurred over years at this point Mm -hmm. so i don't know i must say that the best thing that's come out of this is this line from the statement that rhyme fest put out in your position of privilege from god knows where in this world Mm. i think i'm gonna start using that from now on that's some tea that's 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 some some heavy tea that's black tea right there piping hot it absolutely I, had to be said to circle back to jordan's point uh about it being disgusting i think that we have to get used to this unfortunately like i think that this is the i think that this is obviously the most extreme example right Bruh, yeah but with the advent of social media and the way humans are generally, we, we share negative. We share negative much more than positive. True. Yeah. And, and or at least negative gets more traction. So it's like, what would be the what would be the argument against a brand or an agency doing something negative to garner attention? Because you can make the you can make the case that like, okay, we come out and do it. Everybody knows off top where we stand. Whether you whether you like it or not, you mm. immediately know where we are. You immediately know what we stand, and you immediately know what we're selling, right? So we already have massive awareness on a, on a, on a crazy scale. Mm-hmm. Also, too though, we haven't even considered for every a hundred people that doesn't like us, if we touch five, we just got five new customers. Mm-hmm. So like, I it's like, how am I, you know? And especially too, like there there will be there are also people who are just contrarian. Yeah. So like, they just have to support everything that we hate, right? So it's like I don't I don't see I I can't see a potential downside to this right now because the only potential downside with the music thing currently right now is that it's affecting real lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's that's music. That's that's you know it's a little different because they were talking more about a cultural thing when it comes sure. to brands who we don't we don't have the same ties to you know. So I mean I mean maybe some of us do, but um, I'm like I don't know I it, it would be like I would be hard pressed to to come up with an answer as to why I, someone wouldn't do this going forward. Mm. Honestly, from what at least at what I've seen at work and the w- and what agencies do in the work that they're getting a word for, mm-hmm. um, a lot of it has to do with a lot of social justice and social awareness. And That's a good point. and so I feel like if brands back out of that of that area, that's they sort of look like hypocrites in a way because. I'm, 
Yeah, because like they're already people are already pushing for being your authentic self, and then right, and they want their brands to reflect. That. Yeah, and then you pull away to do something. What you said earlier, shockwave. Mm. I think it would make the brands look trashy and they look really messy. Um, people will not want to give their money to them, and then also it makes agencies look bad as well. See, okay. So I'm I'm glad you said that because yeah. uh, now I'm I'm posing another question because okay. I'm again this not not really my real beliefs I just just contrary no, no, just no, no, for the no, sake no. of conversation, yeah. but you know a lot of one of the major critiques of advertising is especially in the last couple of years is it's adopted that social justice undertone mm-hmm. to the point of it just being inauthentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like on some level there are some consumers that are sick of it they're sick of the emotional pulls mm-hmm. we're sick of you trying to make like triscuits bigger than like you, you're not saving kids in Africa you're, you, you're a cracker you sell crackers. So like, yeah. <laughs> so like what? So I guess what I'm saying is like, I, if 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 we already perceive it as inauthentic and we're already getting to that point of being tired, mm-hmm. I I like I'm I, I yeah I, I might be living in a I'm probably living in a fantasy world, but it's like, I want to see if brand be ballsy enough to step out and do it. I mean, all right. So what's your question then? Because oh, you kind of oh, didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't even didn't have a question. question. Oh, like, I'm sorry. I guess I guess I guess. Sorry, my question would be since. <laughs> Since since brands have reached that point of saturation with social justice and all that stuff, and people are getting annoyed, do you think that uh, someone could look to this as an alternative? Like, realistically? No. Okay. Because, because... Bottom line. No. I think, because I, after, after This Is America came out, mm-hmm. I think people saw that you... It doesn't have to be... So overt. And, okay. Yes. Okay. I think once they saw that, they were like, that works. Mm. That's a good point. That works. That could be a new way of still doing the same kind mm-hmm. of social justice thing, but not being so... But how many people are that clever? None. And that's the <laughs> thing. That's the th- I, want, I want more people to understand how crafty and creative and smart um, Donald Glover is, because... I don't think people are giving him as much credit as he should, because he... Not only is he a rapper, but he's an actor. He's a comedian. He's he's everything, and to be yes, he is everything. And the reason why he was able to make something like that is because not only does he see it and he is he's lived it, but he also is able to put that out. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's he sees all angles. Yes, yeah. it doesn't have like he, I've can, he can he knows too who to sorry he knows too who to pull. He knows who he can grab to like make his vision actually real, like right. from a feasible standpoint. But n- not even that. But also, just y- I want brands need to understand that it doesn't have to be heartfelt. It can be funny. Yeah. It can. It can. Yes, because it wasn't like even though those the big the images that people saw, like he shot up a choir, and yet it didn't it didn't make it seem like oh shit that's crazy. It was just like all right. Yeah, yeah like it, it was it, it was heavy. It yeah. was heavy, but yeah. it was it was a lightness to it. Yeah, and it, and it but and, and it did what it did was it, it made it so that it was evident that this video was about something, mm-hmm. but mm. the content itself is still enjoyable, and it it man it managed to to have a message without being too ham fisted. Exactly, and I think that's where we can look toward. I don't think that we should be looking as far as like a because that was also marketing. Mm. That was also marketing. Yeah, true. So and you just have to look at all the various ways um, you can publicize something. Okay. And it doesn't just have to be um, through Twitter beef. Maybe that's just how this situation is. Mm. I'm gonna go off more with Black Twitter because that everyone in Black Twitter has Twitter fingers. I have Twitter fingers. <laughs> I definitely, I have my own little arguments with people. I've retired my Twitter fingers. To, Y'all are older than me. I've retired. I'm not that much older than I, you. Way, <laughs> I don't I, got Twitter fingers. You can I, come see I, me. I, and I love them. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> they, they, no, got, they're fun, yeah. No, got, it, it's got, fun. Got it's some muscles it's on very me. much fun. I think, um, you know, in this in this whole situation, I mean, to your point, what you just talked about, Creativity, you know, craftiness, cleverness, all those things are like very much key. We see people that just take to Twitter and stir up these situations. That's just a lack of creativity. Exactly. If you want to sell us something, there's much better ways to do it, much more intelligent ways to do things um, instead of just the simple, overt, 
message on Twitter, whatever it is that you're stirring up, the shit that you're stirring up, I don't know whatever it is, but there's there there's obviously ways to go about it. You can get a really good and poignant message across, even if even if everybody doesn't agree with it, because nobody <laughs> ever will. You can release something that's debated about. It could be, you know, divisive in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. to an extent or whatever it may be. But um, I just think it it's it's all about creativity. How do you do it? But you also you have to have the right people in place, you know, mm-hmm. like what you said, and they have to understand. You have to understand what all of the possible outcomes are going to be. True. When you take on that responsibility, mm-hmm. and from that point on, you have to take it upon yourself as the person, as the creator, to be responsible, as responsible as you can be, I think. Um, and, you know, I feel like if you do that and if you have something to say, something that's, like, important and that has a message, it should be okay. But, you know, it takes, it again, to, to what you talked about with Donald Glover, you have to see the beginning, middle, and end. Like, you have to see the whole process, at yeah. least to the best of your ability, as a creator, as an artist, as a creative, or whatever whatever it may be. I actually think that that's a fantastic ending note. Because, I mean, I feel like we've we've pretty much unpacked uh, all of all of outrage and shock marketing and, and looked at it from, you know, the, our cultural standpoint. But in realizing that it, it might work in this specific situation, but it's something that you can you can avoid you can avoid you just have to actually try and be hard so it's a good thing because then maybe this can be a a time where we can actually start asking more of our advertisers where it's like you know you don't 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 just commercialize a social justice thing or don't just try to sell us stuff like Mm -hmm. we want you to be thoroughly considerate yeah Mm -hmm. i like that be be considerate that's very good yeah Yeah. because so many people are going to be affected by whatever it is that you're creating like that's that's the reality of it these these brands these corporations whatever it is they affect millions of people everything so you got to be considered you got to think about it and you know consider every person that's involved and yeah yeah so that was wow that was that was kind of intense yes that was was kind of intense but thank you guys for listening yeah, shout out to WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem, for allowing us to use their space to record this podcast. I got the keys. keys. So, yeah, they gave me a key access. We, we can't sing. It's copyrighted material. Oh, gonna, I mean, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Different <laughs> if you sang it. It's, oh, yeah, I, actually, I did a cover. It's, yeah. a, co- it's a cover. <laughs> don't don't let Universal what Music Group hear that. Uh, yeah, no, no, seriously, no, nah, seriously, I, no, no BS. I promise you, in twenty fourteen or fifteen, <laughs> I sang three words. I sang the chorus of White Iverson. I didn't even sing it White for real. Iverson? And I swear to God, the podcast got pulled by Universal. White, White Iverson. White Iverson. And this was like before. This was literally when all he had was White, White Iverson. Iverson. Yeah, yeah, this was this was. Yeah, but That's you know true. what? I'm sorry. We we'll, we'll have this off air. Thank thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank y'all for listening. Uh we'll we'll try to be back more consistently and thank you again to uh we'll th- 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 at this point just the newest cast member Jordan. Thank you. I appreciate that. Follow me Twitter, Instagram, JRW the Creator. You'll find me there. I'm not really talking about nothing, but uh <laughs> I could always use another follow. That would be great. Uh you can follow me at Unrated Ebony. You can follow me on Instagram at my name's E if you want to see cool shit. If you want to uh, see nothing but jokes on and memes on Twitter, facts. Follow my name's E. I'm a good retweeter. Facts. Yeah. And follow us at the By Us Podcast. B Y U S P O D C A S T. Yeah, no.